Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the profound depths of the 1619 Project, an illuminating compilation that weaves together a tapestry of essays, fictional narratives, and poetry to examine the enduring legacy of slavery in America from its inception. The project boldly recontextualizes the country's history by placing the consequences and influence of slavery at the very heart of the national narrative, challenging the conventional timeline that has traditionally marginalized the experiences of enslaved people. At the helm of this groundbreaking work is Nicole Hannah-Jones, an acclaimed journalist and thought leader in the examination of racial injustice. As a contributor to the New York Times Magazine and the very creator of the 1619 Project, her work has been recognized with journalism's most prestigious honors, including the Pulitzer Prize. Hannah Jones's commitment to unveiling the truths of racial inequality has fortified her role as a crucial voice in contemporary discussions about race and history. She is undeniably a guiding force in this journey through America's complex past. This book is a must-read for those drawn to the untold stories of America's foundation, seeking to understand how the seeds of slavery have grown into systemic issues still present today. It's an essential exploration for history. Enthusiasts eager to engage with fresh perspectives and for any individual looking to confront the echoes of institutional racism and the structures that uphold white supremacy. Join us in this episode as we explore the pivotal moments and stories that the 1619 Project brings to light, reshaping our understanding of the narratives we thought we knew. The 1619 Project, A New Origin Story Introduction the forgotten cornerstone of America's wealth and prosperity. Imagine the bustling colony of Jamestown, Virginia, back in the year 1619. A British pirate ship, the White Lion, arrives with a human cargo, chained together by the brutal experiences they've shared. They are the first group of Africans forced into bondage on American soil, their sail marking the horrific beginning of a transatlantic slave trade that would endure for centuries. It's a year of profound consequence, etching a legacy into the very foundations of what would become the United States. Remarkably, despite its momentous impact, many Americans remain unaware of the events of 1619 and the subsequent establishment of slavery in every corner of the nascent country. Astoundingly, a mere 8% of high school seniors can trace the presence of slavery back to its origins on American soil while only half of American adults understand this truth. This isn't just an oversight, it's a result of intentional historical obfuscation. After all, it is far simpler to celebrate freedom-seeking pilgrims than to grapple with the inconvenient truths about revered leaders and their entanglement in the trade of human lives, unveiling the historical shadows. The 1619 Project illuminates the blind spots of American history showcasing how the nation's development is inextricably linked to the backs of the enslaved. It's an uncomfortable but necessary illumination, unwrapping the layers of distortion to reveal how slavery forged the economic bedrock of the United States. These intertwined lives, bound by chains but brimming with an unacknowledged influence, 
played a pivotal role in building the nation's wealth. Embedded in the narrative of America's founding is a stark contradiction. The much-celebrated Declaration of Independence, boasting inherent rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, was penned even as its authors profited from the bondage and subjugation of others. It's a harrowing truth that underscores a need for reconciliation, a call for society to address the systemic racism and legal injustices that stem from this original sin. The journey towards healing and equality, the path to remedying America's original sin, isn't straightforward. But the 1619 Project doesn't shy away from confronting it. It not only lays bare the malignant roots of systemic racism, but also offers tangible strategies for reparation and recovery. One profound action that could serve as a building block toward equity is the provision of reparations to the descendants of slaves. More than a mere financial settlement, reparations would serve as a formal recognition of the sustained, immeasurable impact slavery has had on generations of African Americans. It's a gesture towards accountability, a step on the path to a more honest and inclusive democracy. Through the 1619 Project, we are invited on a journey to engage with our history, not as passive recipients, but as active participants in shaping a more truthful and just narrative for America's future. After all, in recognizing and understanding the full breadth of the 1619 legacy, we open the door to a possibility of genuine transformation, one that respects the untold sacrifices woven into the fabric of the United States. Part 1. Unraveling the Tapestry of American Patriotism and Black Identity Imagine a young Nicole Hannah-Jones, perplexed by the sight of the American flag waving tirelessly in front of her family home. The flag, a symbol of pride and patriotism, was her father's treasure, a stark contrast against the worn-out facade of their house. Born into a Mississippi marred by racial violence, her father's lineage was marred by slavery, his life constrained by pervasive discrimination. Despite the inequities he faced, from limited job opportunities to unequal treatment in the military, he maintained an unwavering reverence for the flag and the country it represented. Why this flag? How could this man, whose family's blood, sweat, and tears had saturated the American soil without the fruits of freedom, harbor such loyalty to the nation that had forsaken them? Turning to a memory seared into Hannah Jones's mind, we find her in a classroom, facing an assignment seemingly simple yet profoundly alienating for her and the other black student present. Tasked with drawing their ancestral flag, they're confronted with an uncomfortable truth. Unlike their peers, they can't pinpoint a nation of origin, a stark reminder of a heritage severed by the brutal history of slavery. Their ancestors were not voluntary immigrants, but people stolen from their homes and thrust into an identity devoid of roots. The author randomly chooses a flag but dismisses the thought of drawing the American flag a symbol of a country she felt she hadn't truly been invited to claim. As a child, Hannah Jones, like so many others, was submerged in a narrative that rendered black Americans as peripheral figures, background players whose absence from celebrated historical events seemed to strip them of their claim to the nation. Historic figures, from the founding fathers to the carved visages of Mount Rushmore, reflected a legacy 
seemingly devoid of black influence. It wasn't until later in life that Hannah Jones would understand the profound connection between her father's patriotism and the true yet obscured narrative of black Americans' integral role in the United States' very essence. His flag was an assertion, a declaration of unwritten chapters in the American saga. Hannah Jones came to realize that the history she was taught was incomplete, a fragmented tale that is silent on the contributions, struggles, and indelible impact of black Americans on the nation. From their unrecognized labors that built the wealth of the United States to the civil rights movement that fought to hold the nation to its proclaimed ideals, black individuals shaped the very fabric of American history. The stories from the past still echo loudly today. They resonate with every young black child searching for their place in the world, with every American grappling with the systemic injustices that persist. The tale of 1619 isn't just a distant historical footnote. It's a living legacy that unfolds in the continuing struggle for equality, in the cultural fabric of a country still wrestling with its identity, and in the symbols we choose to venerate. Through a father's flag and the eyes of a young girl, we glimpse the profound need for a deeper understanding of America's past to navigate our path toward a more inclusive and equitable future. Part 2. The truth behind America's birth paints a different picture. Consider the deeply embedded narrative that America's birth springs from the Declaration of Independence, a narrative that has skipped over a grim yet critical event etched in history just over one and a half centuries earlier. This transformative event was not framed by the signing of a document, but by the docking of the White Lion, a name that now carries with it the heavy legacy of initiating the American chapter of slavery. This historic moment in Jamestown paved the path to an economy dependent on the forced labor of enslaved people, a chapter that is as integral to America's origin as any revolutionary declaration. Flash forward to the revolutionary year of 1776, and the irony is stark. As Thomas Jefferson, a man deeply involved in the enslavement of hundreds, crafted the Declaration of Independence, its ideals were diametrically opposed by the very existence of his own forced labor camp. The Declaration was punctuated by an inherent hypocrisy, claiming all men to be equal while treating a significant portion of the human population as mere property, devoid of any rights. These disparities between proclaimed values and practiced realities where black lives were forcefully ripped from their narratives and given no legal voice, laid bare the deep contradiction in the nation's founding principles. Yet, the paradox does not end there. Not just a clash of ideals, but also a motive for independence emerged from the institution of slavery. As whispers of abolition grew louder from the other side of the Atlantic, the American colonists' grip on their wealth built upon the backs of enslaved individuals, was threatened. Emboldened by rulings like that in the James Somerset case, which took a resounding stand against slavery on English soil, and later the British Earl of Dunmore's offer of liberation to slaves, willing to join the fight against the colonists, America's revolutionary steps toward independence began to look suspiciously like a maneuver to preserve the structure of slavery. The Declaration of Independence thus served a dual purpose. While laying out the noble pursuit of freedom, it simultaneously codified a perverse form of liberty, 
the ongoing enslavement of human beings for the colonists' economic gain. In an ironic twist of fate, the very document that failed to acknowledge the humanity of black people became a rallying cry for their own fight for equality. Enslaved and oppressed, they clung to its words with perhaps even greater sincerity than those who had authored them. They entered battlefields both literal and metaphorical, championing the ideals of justice and liberty, ideals that they were universally denied, yet tenaciously believed would someday be extended to them. The spirit of the Declaration of Independence, it turns out, found its truest believers not among its framers, but in those it had excluded, whose fight for genuine equality would stretch across centuries and still echoes in today's continuous struggle for civil rights. Part 3. The Relentless Quest for True Democratic Values by Black Americans The influence of Black Americans stretches far beyond physical contribution. It extends into the persistent fight for a true democracy that lives up to the promises etched into its founding documents. Consider the ideals echoed in lofty declarations from centuries past. It was black Americans who truly championed these ideals, pushing the nation toward an authentic democracy. Think about the legal and civil rights battles that have shaped America into the nation it is today. The struggles for equality, regardless of sexual orientation, disability, or religious beliefs, are protected because of the 14th Amendment. This addition to the Constitution, which avows equality before the law, would likely not exist if not for black activists' vehement pursuit of fairness. Following emancipation, black Americans did not seek vengeance, but rather engaged in efforts to mold a more equitable and prosperous nation. The Reconstruction period brought forth a burgeoning wave of progressive measures, largely thanks to black political leaders and their allies. Groundbreaking legislation such as the Civil Rights Act of 1868 and the 15th Amendment laid foundational stones for the rights we recognize today, granting citizenship and suffrage extended beyond the boundaries of race. During this transformative period spanning from 1865 to 1877, a biracial coalition strove toward rebuilding with a vision of true equality. Initiatives to prohibit housing discrimination and the establishment of the first comprehensive public school system were fruits of this cooperation. Even the University of South Carolina took pioneering strides, opening its doors as the first fully integrated university. However, the progress was tenuous. The resurgence of racial segregation laws and targeted disenfranchisement of black voters represented a stark reversal of the steps taken toward egalitarianism. The echo of the enlightened legislation of Reconstruction now seems radical, even in contemporary discourse. Despite these setbacks, the commitment of black Americans to democratic principles remains undiminished. A vivid example is the activism surrounding the 2020 elections, where black campaigners fought assiduously against voter disenfranchisement. Their advocacy extends beyond narrow self-interest. They champion policies that benefit the broader society, advocating for health care, a living wage, and supporting refugees, even while facing heightened unemployment. Through the prism of these struggles, Hannah Jones reinterprets her father's act of flying the American flag, 
It was not an acquiescence to the powers that be, but a statement of belonging. By hoisting the flag, her father laid claim to a nation that had been shaped by his ancestors, their work, and their dreams of democracy. Yet this profound narrative remains largely unacknowledged, a missing chapter in history books, and an unspoken debt by the government. The valor and commitment of black Americans to building and shaping democratic America is undeniable and underscores that the American story, complete with its heroes, ideals, and symbols, belongs as much to them as to anyone else. Only through recognition and understanding of this complete history can America move towards the ideals it proudly proclaims to the world. Part 4. A Legacy Denied. The Economic Dimension of Racial Justice. Let's travel back to the 1940s, to a small Alabama town where a black businessman, Elmore Bowling, defied the odds to create a thriving enterprise. His establishments, a gas station, general store, and delivery service, provided not only sustenance, but also a safe community hub for black individuals. Bowling was a beacon of success and a source of local employment until 1947, when violence abruptly ended his life and his burgeoning legacy. His crime? Being too successful, too prosperous in the eyes of resentful white men who murdered him, effectively halting a ripple of prosperity that could have uplifted an entire community for generations. Bowling's tragic end epitomizes a repeating pattern in American history, where black prosperity faced blunt force through racially motivated violence and structural discrimination. The newly freed enslaved peoples sought reparation for their inestimable contribution to America's wealth, but the compensation they deserved for years of bondage and contributions was consistently withheld. Economic liberation remained elusive, with many relegated to sharecropping on the very lands that once bore witness to their enslavement. The tentacles of economic racism extend beyond the plantations into legislative halls, weaving a narrative of oppression thinly veiled behind policies proclaimed as race-neutral. Even after securing the legal right to vote, black Americans were strategically blocked from the polls by economic barriers such as poll taxes, exploiting their systematic impoverishment. Meanwhile, housing discrimination and exclusion from labor unions kept black citizens from accessing the wealth-building opportunities that propelled white families into the middle class. This persistent economic divide is unmistakably etched into the fabric of American society. Income disparities between black and white households have scarcely shifted since the era of the civil rights movement. The dream of equity stubbornly unfulfilled. To talk of racial justice is to confront economic disparity head on. It is to recognize that changing laws alone cannot reconcile the accumulated disadvantage born of decades-long injustices. True racial justice inseparably intertwines with economic justice, requiring systemic alterations to dismantle barriers and actively bridge divides, a leveling of the playing field long overdue. Consider the United States' acknowledgement of past injustices through financial reparation to Holocaust survivors and the redress to Japanese Americans interned during World War II. Yet, the enduring struggle for reparations for the descendants of enslaved individuals has met with resistance, with Congress failing to even entertain the discussion for over 30 years. 
the call for reparations isn't merely a plea for settlement, but an appeal for acknowledgement, a recognition of historical wrongs, and a commitment to rectifying them. As we explore the notion of racial justice, we must confront the foundational economic inequities that have consistently undermined Black Americans' pursuit of prosperity and security. It is a call to realize that the nation's wealth was accrued on the backs of those who saw none of its benefits, and fairness demands that this be addressed with the seriousness and sincerity it deserves. Part 5. Reparations. A necessary step toward healing a historical wound. There exists a pervasive belief among many white Americans that the crusade for racial justice is a relic of the past, a battle fought and settled with landmark civil rights laws or moments like the election of the nation's first black president. In this narrative, there's an implicit call to move forward, to lift oneself by the bootstraps and overcome the vestiges of historical discrimination as if it's a matter of sheer will. Yet, the entrenched poverty in black communities is not merely individual misfortune. It's the direct product of centuries-long systemic oppression crafted through slavery, Jim Crow laws, and persistent economic segregation. Addressing this deeply rooted inequality isn't about retribution or redistributing wealth from white to black Americans. Rather, it's about the federal government rising to rectify the consequences of its policies. Reparations are not a punitive measure, but a restorative one, a means to acknowledge the full extent of the damage wrought and to start repairing the societal fabric torn by discrimination and exploitation. They aren't simply an ethical obligation. They are a pragmatic necessity for achieving equity and enhancing the well-being of all Americans, as the triumphs of civil rights movements have already shown. We stand centuries away from the pivotal year of 1619, and we're faced with a choice, to continue to gloss over this date's significance or to embrace it as a catalyst for change. This year can serve as a reminder of the relentless efforts of black activists and the potential of an America reimagined through truthful storytelling, a country not hidden behind the shadows of its darker chapters, but shining with the promise of equity and justice. As the United States continues to write its story, it has the opportunity to step out from under the long shadow of slavery and into the light of a nation built on actualized civil liberties. It's an America where every individual is guaranteed their rightful dignity and where humanity is celebrated in the eyes of the law. To truly honor the stirring words penned by Jefferson in 1776, the nation must look back with unflinching honesty and take measured steps toward a future built on the pillars of truth and reparation. A future where the Declaration's ideals aren't just lofty rhetoric, but lived realities for all its citizens. Final Summary In reflecting on the narrative of America's founding, we must acknowledge the true starting point, the arrival of the White Lion in 1619, bringing with it the first enslaved Africans to the shores of what would become the United States. This event was more than a footnote. It laid the foundation for an America that prospered through the suffering and toil of enslaved individuals. The quest for independence from British rule, often framed as a gallant stand for freedom, was also a self-serving act to maintain the grotesque system of slavery 
that fueled colonial prosperity. However, the historical account doesn't end with subjugation and suffering. It is also a chronicle of resilience and relentless pursuit of democracy by black Americans who have striven to make true the Declaration of Independence's promises, a nation of liberty and justice for all. In the final analysis, the saga of America's past, with all its complex layers of injustice and aspiration, inspires a vision of an America that can acknowledge and learn from its founding pains. The forward path must include an understanding and appreciation for the struggles and sacrifices of black Americans. Only then can the United States truly align with the democratic ideals it was purportedly built upon. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.